Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, the Mindful Drinking for Women podcast, which is about exactly what it sounds like. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are over drinking in the first place and how to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, which includes the ability to drink less or to choose not drinking at all. Hi, my name is Jessica Betancourt. I'm a certified life coach and hypnotherapist specializing in addiction transformation. And in today's episode, I'd love to talk with you about the way you're thinking about your drinking. And the way you think about the way you drink has everything to do with the way that your habit has established itself and why it looks like what it looks like today. So let me break it down a little bit more so we can see more clearly what this statement implies. So most of you listening to this have probably not started a drinking habit recently. More likely, you started in your teens or early 20s. And at that time, when you had more limited resources for entertaining yourself, you also had an underdeveloped sense of the ability to self-regulate. That is, the ability to process your emotions was immature. And not by any sense of anything being wrong with you, just that your brain was still developing, and before that process was complete, which happens at about 25 years old, you were teaching yourself how to handle life. And as we all know, teenage years and young adulthood are some tricky, volatile times accompanied by some very intense emotions. And as your hormones were raging and you were undoubtedly going through some life-altering circumstances and situations, you were also developing a habit of drinking pretty regularly. Per the societal customary norms that we live in, totally common, not unusual. And you didn't perhaps know this at the time, but you were teaching your brain as you were simultaneously drinking more and more regularly and having wildly fluctuating emotions or even just big emotions, we're teaching yourself that alcohol and feeling intensely automatically went together. So whether that was your conscious awareness or not, many of us unknowingly created this very intimate association with alcohol pairing well with our feelings simply because we happened to be drinking a lot and it was just so readily available when we were also evolving emotionally. And because of the environments that we were drinking in, which mostly had to do with having a good time, celebrating, taking a load off, etc., our brains made the connection that to recreate this effect at any given time, you can just open a bottle and voila! Instant party, instant feel good. So when an undesirable emotion came along, a shitty feeling, the mind, whose job it is to keep you alive by seeking comfort and pleasure, your mind, who by that time had made a strong enough association with alcohol plus you equals carefree fun, began driving your behavior from your subconscious. So without giving it much actual thought, intentional thought, your mind started having an automatic reaction to reach 
for a drink, to go for a drink, which is why now as an adult who also experiences intensity and a roller coaster of emotions, you have an embedded urge to drink to handle your emotions, which may look like any shade of anxiety, depression, sadness, boredom, irritability, etc. And this is how habits are formed, and it's our mind's way of not recreating the wheel every time we want to go out and do something, which in this example is to have an activity to accompany our feelings. We put repeated behaviors on autopilot to conserve mental energy and to create ease. And then the habit then becomes governed by the subconscious, and the thoughts that activate the habit become harder and harder to see. So the problem is, when we want to go change a habit, we often fall into the useless trap of trying to change it consciously with our conscious minds, with acts or forces of will, by imposing rules and regulations on ourselves. And we neglect to take into account that habits are stored and operated by the subconscious mind. And every time we have big emotions, we revert to our old go-to alcohol because we haven't changed the way we're thinking about the way we're drinking probably since our early adulthood years. And this is the reason why later in life, as more mature adults, when we begin questioning our drinking habits and whether or not we'd rather change them, we feel like change is difficult because we have made, by this point, very strong neurological connections about what drinking means to us. And yet most of us aren't even very aware of what those thoughts even are. So once you start examining these repeated thoughts, also known as beliefs, once you start really looking honestly about the way you're thinking about your drinking, you can trace those beliefs to earlier life when you were, in all actuality, a totally different person than you are now. Now you are a real adult like it or not, but you are acting from the beliefs of a much younger person who didn't know what you know now. And a lot of the reasons why we are now finding ourselves with something that may or may not be called an issue with drinking is because our thinking about drinking is outdated. We have changed, but it hasn't. And we have made many at one time, possibly helpful associations with what we think drinking is doing for us or giving us. But in truth, these are old, false beliefs. And we can begin to find our freedom by really looking at these thoughts and beliefs with our adult minds. Thank you for tuning in today, and I'll be back next week where I'll be talking more in depth about thinking and beliefs about drinking and how you can start to see and acknowledge your own thought patterns and how your thought patterns are in fact creating your beliefs and your beliefs about what you're doing are what are keeping your habit in place. So I also go into this subject in a hands-on experiential manner in my program, The Mindful Drinking Method, which you can find out more about in the link in the show notes. I hope you have an awesome, beautiful day. You're an awesome, beautiful person, and I will see you soon.